Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. The Annie Fry Show YouTube live chat poll of the day is sponsored by Ruler Foods. Low prices, no coupons. Ruler Foods. That is exactly what I needed to hear. Thank God someone here knows what they're talking about. That's it. All right, you need to take the time and get the full picture. Don't get me wrong. I love the ladies. I mean, they rev my engine, but they don't belong in the newsroom. It is Anchor Man, not Anchor Lady. This is the Annie Fry Show. Welcome back. Happy Tuesday. 207 here in St. Louis. The uh, latest news coming out right now um, about this school shooter in Michigan. Do you remember the Crumley case? Uh, it's, it's a really, really sad, sad mm-hmm. case. The parents in this Michigan case were charged with manslaughter and they're charged separately. Um, James Crumley is the dad. Jennifer Crumley is the mom. Their son, Ethan Crumley shot up a Michigan school. And if if you recall, gosh, it's, it's the worst when you're going through and you're listening to the tragedy that unfolds with these school shootings. And then you see all of the red flags that nobody paid attention to. It's just, it turns your stomach. It makes you nauseous. Um, in this specific case, I'll read to you the Fox News report from today's breaking news. A Michigan jury on Tuesday found Jennifer Crumley, who is the mother of Oxford High School uh, school shooter Ethan Crumley, guilty on four counts of involuntary manslaughter in her historic criminal trial. Jennifer and her husband, James Crumley, were each charged with four counts of involuntary manslaughter in connection with the shooting that left four students dead and seven others injured. This goes all the way back to November 30th of 2021. She'll be sentenced on April 9th. Um, The father is being charged separately, and they are the first parents in the United States history to stand trial for a mass school shooting in correlation to their child being the one who was the shooter. Now, if you don't remember all of the details behind, like, why the parents and why this case 
Um, the prosecution argued that Ethan's many cries for help went ignored and that the then 15-year-old carried out the school shooting using the gun his parents allegedly purchased for him as a gift. So the idea that the parents provided the weapon, that's part of it. Um, Prosecutors suggested Jennifer could have stopped the shooting before it happened when she arrived at Oxford High in the morning of November 30th to meet with school counselors after Ethan was caught scrawling disturbing notes in class. His notes included an image of a gun and the phrases, quote, help me, quote, blood everywhere, and quote, my life is useless, along with a drawing of a gun. The Oakland County Assistant Prosecutor said, you could have been with him. And Jennifer replied, I could have, yes. Ethan Crumley pleaded guilty to murder and terrorism last year, serving life in prison without the possibility of parole. What do you think about this being the first case where parents are held accountable for the actions of their 15-year-old minor son and the death of that? Ryan? It's it's definitely new territory. It's it's hard to say. With, With things like this, you always find cases like this that you really can't find any good way to to say oh i support the parents here because you can't uh, there's nothing really that the parents were doing almost you t- remove the gun issue out of the out of the story uh, these parents were negligent they were doing a terrible job raising this this kid um and that's almost always the situation where you get a, a new breach in, into a new area of law like this um, so it's it's hard to say what this will become because in this instance, you say, well, I don't support the parents. So therefore, it's hard to say that I don't support the outcome of this case. But but it, it does give you pause to say, well, where does it go from there? What do you think, Brad? Well, I think anytime neg- negligence is proven that th- those who are negligent should be liable for what is was happened. Their, what their neglig- negligence allowed. Um I am not 100%. I'm not super familiar with the facts of these case, of this case, but if the if the prosecution can make a case that these parents were negligent, um, if they ignored very clear warning signs, I mean there were things that they could do um, short of, you know, like it's not like there wasn't anything they could do. When you're reading and seeing all these different images and these disturbing things, when you see your child is struggling mentally, then one of the things you do need to think about doing at the very least, least think about doing is limiting or removing their access to any firearms that they could use to harm themselves, let alone harm other people. I mean, this just, you know, paying attention to that sort of thing. So I don't I don't know. I mean, there's there are there are parents out there that will do everything in their power and their kid is still going to act badly. But that's not negligence. I mean, if they've done their due diligence and they tried, that's fine. I don't I don't know that I have a problem with this. I think that there is something to be said if the parents were negligent. I don't understand the gross negligence of the parents in this in this situation. I mean, you couldn't you can't make it more obnoxiously plain that this child was deeply troubled and I mean, it really is your job as a parent to be able to identify a child who is troubled without these obvious calls, cries for help. I mean, if if you've raised 
children, you know this already. I have a 14-year-old son and 11-year-old daughter, and I'm telling you, again, I've said this before, I'll repeat it again, they're about the same maturity level. <laughs> and that's that's pretty much basic fact. I have a very mature uh, 11-year-old, and my son is an immature, but he's a 14-year-old boy through and through. Is he 14? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's 14. And I'm watching them like a hawk all the time. Talk to me. Tell me what's bothering you. Enough to the point where I've had to say um, to both my kids, but one of them is a little more guarded and shielded about things than the other, to say, you know what? If you're in a bad mood and you don't even know why you're in a bad mood, but you're kind of feeling like you're in a funk, if I ask you what's wrong, it's okay for you to just tell me, I don't know what's wrong, but I'm just kind of crabby. Because people get like that. Mm-hmm. And when you're a, a hormonal preteen or teenager, I, I think you're like that more often than you're not. Where yeah. you just have emotions and agitations and frustrations that you can't really explain. You're just kind of feeling a certain way. And who whose attitude is made better by... Ryan, what's wrong with you? <laughs> you know, like if you're in a, if you're kind of in a funk, maybe you had a series of very minor unfortunate events on the way into work, just inconveniences that that piled up on not feeling it that day. And you come in and someone's like, Ryan, you look upset. What's the matter with you? That doesn't make you go, you know what? You're right. I should be in a better mood. <laughs> and when you're a kid and you don't know how to deal with these things and people are constantly like your um, crazy mother is like, Something wrong? What's going on? This doesn't really fix the problem. I've just told my kids that they need to say, I'm just kind of not feeling like talking right now. Is there something wrong? with? Is there something wrong? Did something happen? Like, if you tell me, no, nothing happened. I'm just kind of cra- crabby right now. Like, I, I, I don't know if they, I think they get it, but I want them to know that that's something that I understand. As a parent, you have to be having your finger on the pulse of your children. What was Ethan Crumley doing? He was papering the world with, Mm -hmm. I need help. Yeah. And I mean, I'm not excusing his behavior. We, he should have been institutionalized. Mm -hmm. That is clear. Do we still institutionalize people? How do we go about choosing who has crossed the line into you are not capable of being on your own and respecting the rights of other people around you, because this kid was there. I, I don't know about the institutionalized part, but I, I, from the example you're giving, which is the same way that we parent, which is that we're we're kind of involved. You know, if if my daughter comes in and she just kind of has a sour look on her face, we're probably not going to let her do that for more than an hour. You know, but I, she okay. might get an hour. She might get an hour, but beyond that, we're going to go. Hey, you okay? You know, and she may say, I mean, they're only nine, so they're not quite to that age where they're getting real angsty yet, but there's, it's starting. It's, yeah. it's, it's a little bit there. And they might say, you know, her or my, my older son might say, I don't know. I, I'm just, just kind of upset about something. And we, we might push and say, well, you can tell us. And if they say, no, I, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'll, I'll just, I'll, I'll get over it. Then we'll let them be. But the question alone matters, you know, asking that question and letting them know that yeah. even if they don't want to talk about it, I still care enough to notice that you're yeah. having an issue. I see you. I see you. 
is the way that we put it now yeah, I see in you. modern language. I see you. This kid was so far beyond that, and these parents clearly, clearly were not doing anything to help this kid. He's, he's crying out in every possible way and lashing out and doing these now terrible crimes, and now he's going to spend the rest of his life in prison. That's why you get to this decision and you go, I can't support the parents. They were completely negligent. So if it, the parents aren't going to step in in that scenario, who is? Hopefully there are other people along the way that would be teachers or coaches. Yeah, I but hopefully sports, that, but, I but, mean, like we can't be advocates for parents being the first line of defense right. for your kid. You have to be the first you have to be the first line. You have it's it's your responsibility. It has to be on the parents. Yes. It can't yes. you can't you can't take that responsibility away from parents and you know th- Brad you said this earlier like if you would have if you do everything right you're not guaranteed that everything's right. going to be all right. Right. And if we want to be people who advocate for the importance of the family unit and the responsibility and the decision making authority that goes along with being the parents if you don't do the job there are consequences for that and that's the thing too is that you didn't become a parent by accident you made choices to become a parent and there are consequences to making those choices those consequences are you have to show up and give a rip and a lot of parents are not quite there but they're trying something. You know, I mean, they may not be as involved as we're talking about, but they're trying. And these parents don't look like they even tried at all. They gave him a gun. They, they did the opposite of trying. They, he had they the see, gun they in his backpack it. while he was at school, while she got called in to look at these drawings and say, hey, your kids, something's going on with your kid. And he, she's like, chin up, buddy. And then she left. And then he killed people. Yeah. I, I I reserve the right to think longer and harder on this, but I'm having a hard time. Yeah. I'm having a hard time coming up with a reason why they shouldn't be in as much trouble. No, I, I agree. I, I'm just saying that whenever there's a historic decision like this, you go, Well, what 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 new area has this breached if if this is the first time the law is going there? You know, is this opening up a door where you're going to have parents who really weren't at fault in some something that their kid did that they'll be held accountable now? I'm not saying this is that. I'm just saying, will that happen in the future because of these kind of things? I don't know. Yeah. Are you saying that that he had she was called in the day of? Yes. Man, I don't know how, like, you don't see that and immediately take your kid out of school and be like, all right, we need to go talk about some stuff and, and go through some things. She'd been negligent her entire right. life up until then. Prosecutors from Fox News directly. Prosecutors suggested Jennifer, the mother, could have stopped the shooting before it happened when she arrived God, at right. Oxford High on the morning of November 30th to meet with school counselors after Ethan was caught scrawling disturbing notes in class. His notes included an image of a gun and the phrases, help me. Blood everywhere, and my life is useless, along with the drawing of a gun. My and they gosh. had provided him a gun. I mean, <sighs> I'm actually feeling like they're almost more almost more responsible than the 15-year-old minor who's involved in this situation. I, I can't argue with that. I mean, it, it they definitely, gosh, it's just terrible. That's terrible. There is no, there is no way 
that she should not be held accountable for that. How do you love your child and walk away from that child in that moment? How do you, yeah. if, if, how do, if I, if, if I got called into the school and one of my children were writing on, you know, not stuff that was absolutely that drastic, but just like I'm sad or I'm lonely or something like that. How do you walk away from your child? How do you leave their side? How do you love them in an indescribable way that I love my children and that parents love their children? How do you leave them? How do you do that? Yeah. I don't understand that at all. Yeah, if I, if I was called into school, well, which I wouldn't be because my wife is at school, but uh, if I were and it was my son who had drawn, the, let's say it's this exact thing, blood everywhere, help me. I know for a fact that my son does not have a gun, but I still would say, yes. dude, what are you doing? Yeah. Like you're trying to get somebody's attention. My life Now means- listen, buddy, you got my attention. Let's talk. Yeah. Full attention. You you have it. What is going on with you? Well, blood everywhere. Help me. My life means nothing. Yeah. I mean, in this situation, we're looking back and he turned into a school shooter. But at the same time, as a parent, when I read that. Suicide. Exactly. And that's where my brain goes to first. You take the child and you're like, hey, I'm going to be right by your side. I got you. Whatever we need to do. And we're going to do it right now. Right now. And we're going to go try to find some help. We're going to get you signed up. We're going to talk about it. We're going to go through this whole thing. And then I talk to the school and I'm like, we'll be back whenever we get stuff sorted out and whenever that may be. I'm looking it up right now. The Suicide and Crisis Lifeline. You can call 988. It's three digit numbers. That's what you do. I'm Googling that. I'm calling it. We're going where they tell me. Immediately. I, I, I She was already there. She left. It's him. not as if if she was having trouble get you know leaving work to get to school that day or something. She was there at school, looking at this stuff and just didn't do anything for him. Yeah, I'm talking myself into like saying throw the book at her. I know, I know. It's Gosh. so sad. And imagine, I can't. I mean, I can almost not even say the words out loud. Being one of the families of those four children who lost their life. Ooh. What kind of parents, what kind of life were they raising that they lost because of this? Could it have been stopped? I mean, good grief. They they took a pass on every warning sign. I think they should be held accountable. Let's take a quick break. Uh, she'll be sentenced in April. The father is going to be tried in March. And the Ethan Crumley, the shooter, is in jail for life without parole. Morning Fry Show in a minute. Don't go away. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back to the Annie Fry Show. Toby Keith passed away at 62 years old. Um, very sad to hear that. I knew he was struggling with cancer. I'd seen him um, at, at post-sickness, I suppose. I don't know if he ever completely got past it, but he just had lost so much weight. And very sad to wake up and hear that he had passed away this morning. That song, um, let's see, courtesy of the red, white, blue. wonder what year that, courtesy of the red, white, and blue by Toby Keith came out in 2002. That would have been my guess. Which was going to be my guess. That's the year I graduated high school. And when, this is, this is a, this is a snapshot in time. And, and people who are, I'm 39 years old, I'll be 40 in April Graduated in 2002, so to date me, very specifically. I was a senior in high school when September 11th happened. And the, I guess my freshman year of college, I was going to SIUE, we used to go to Wild Country on Thursdays all the time. In 2003, we officially declared war mm-hmm. on Iraq. George W. Bush said that Saddam Hussein had X amount of time to identify his weapons of mass destruction. I mean, this is a whole conversation, but I'm talking about a specific moment in time. Yeah. And the news channels put up a countdown clock to when Saddam Hussein would meet George W. Bush's expectations. Do you remember the countdown clock? Not real. I remember you talking about it, but I don't remember. Were you watching the news and stuff remember. like a nerd like I was in college? I was, be- I was in college, and I remember watching more news around that time of course ever yeah but I, I don't know that i was a junkie do you remember the countdown oh i do yeah i remember sitting in the dorm room with my friend tim and we were watching it like what happens when this gets to zero we bombed them i do, i don't remember the clock but i do remember that moment now yeah. of going okay here we go like this is almost here rem- show the horizon yep, yeah i remember that night vision Yep. And we were watching it. And the clock ticked down. This is my recollection. Mm-hmm. We started bombing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you have to understand, you know, we live in a world right now in 2024 where we've seen what's going on in Israel where missiles, drones, uh, you know, shells, so on and so forth. You can see bombing taking place in the world and it doesn't stop you in your tracks. We were a year out from September 11th. And September 11th was an open wound. And I think for all of us who watched it with our own eyes is a wound that will never fully close. Because every, every time September rolls around and you see the images, you see the dust and, uh, you know, covered people with concrete dust all over themselves running with the tears streaming down their eyes over the top of the dust that was just thick on their skin. You feel it is... It is like a like a PTSD flashback for somebody who remembers watching that happen in real time. 
one of the most defining moments of my life and anybody who witnessed that. You can't. It's interesting to have people who are old enough to be born after September 11 or like 2001. And to tell them about September 11th in a way that is part of a history book, the way we learned about Pearl Harbor. Mm-hmm. But the people who witnessed Pearl Harbor and know what it was like to experience that. And then fast forward to September 11th, where we watched it happen in real time. We were watching the news to find out what happened. We watched the second plane hit the tower. That wound will never fully be closed for me. It is where my my almost irrational sense of patriotism that I will never apologize for is rooted in that open wound. So a year later, when George W. Bush says the whole, well, he says in the rubble, the world will hear you. A year later, when all of this is going on and emotions are still super high and you see all this, these bombs and stuff. It felt like we finally punched back. Now, I understand the hindsight that is involved in the in the conversation and what was and what wasn't and what we were told. And what I'm telling you is there's an immense amount of emotion that was involved in that moment. We were going to wild country on Thursday nights. If you roll back the tape, (laughs) you'd be able to see me on the channel for 1130 p.m. Wild country dancing show. And the night that we the Thursday night after that bombing took place. Every night at Wild Country, they would put, which is a line dancing bar, it's not there, it's a church anymore, which I just find probably appropriate. Uh, They'd play the national anthem. They played Courtesy of the Red, White, and Blue by Toby Keith. And people were singing, people had their hands over the hearts, people were crying on the dance floor. When they get to the part where he says, we'll put a boot in your ass, that's the American way, people went nuts. I bet. And then the next song they played was Bombs Over Baghdad. And the place went wild. (laughs) The emotion that was involved in that moment, I remember it. Like, I remember being like, this is is almost tribal. It was a bizarre thing to be a part of because the people didn't know, but we felt. And we were kids. But Toby Keith, that song will always remind me of that day. Tell you what, Bombs Over Baghdad's a cool song too by Outcast. But um the yeah. You just go crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um Toby Keith. So here it's this is kind of a weird thing. <laughs> Toby Keith, I, I hung with a lot of like it's weird because I've always been conservative and unabashedly conservative, but all my friends in college were all dyed in the wool lefties. Because I was in like the arts community stuff. And I, so I was filmmaker, I was TV stuff, they were all lefties. And they still are, a lot of those guys. I'm still friends with them. So when when Toby Keith came out, man, they relentlessly mocked Toby Keith. And I didn't really like country music. I'm still not a big country guy. So I never really defended Toby Keith. That wasn't the hill I was going to die on, right? But now when I hear the song, And I don't know if it's just that I'm not around that world as much as I used to be or if I'm just in my early 40s and my my mind has been changed. But when I hear that song now, and not just because today is because Toby Keith died today, but when I hear it in the last year or two, I'm like, 
Yeah. Why don't we do more of that? I <laughs> like, love it. Why don't we why don't we do a little bit more of that in music and in life? Yeah. I, I mean it's it's very raw and it's very unapologetic. And that's how Toby Keith was. Uh I I, I really appreciated him. I, he, I wasn't the biggest Toby Keith, like I wasn't waiting for the next Toby Keith song to come out, but he just had some, to me, he was a, a storyteller in country music the way I want country music to be. I mean, if you've ever heard, heard Red Solo Cup, it's a love letter to the Red Solo Cup that holds your beer. <laughs> and it's a great, great song. I love it. Um, I, it's sad, 62 years old, but he has left a, a very impressionable mark on... I think country music, but on the country as well. And I'm, I'm happy to see people saying positive things about him, whether you you are like a huge Toby Keith fan or not. It's a lot of people, uh, even some folks on our chat here who may not have agreed with his politics are saying that he did seem like a patriot. I don't know how many people just just had the same memory that we had, but that's when I saw that he died today, that's exactly where my mind went, was that song and that moment in time, which was roughly about six months to a year, where that song was just huge. Mm-hmm. I bet a lot of people have done that today. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, we'll get to the results of the YouTube live chat poll. Do you support any scenario where the U.S. aids in funding Ukraine? Any scenario whatsoever? Yes or no? It is very close. You go to the Annie Fry YouTube channel and vote. Be heard. Um, getting close to 300 votes on this. So go, go, go put your thoughts and comments in there. And we'll talk a little bit about... How this funding, this Ukraine, this this co-sponsored uh, bipartisan bill in the Senate involving Ukraine funding, Israel funding, and the border bill might benefit or hurt those two two guys running for president. We'll be back in a minute. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. 
Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. The circuit isn't entirely unexpected. Uh, we've always said all along that we believe this case will end up in front of the U.S. Supreme Court. One aspect of the ruling that's particularly disappointing that we believe is particularly ripe for appeal is what seems to be an effort by the D.C. Circuit to craft a Trump-only rule, uh, to craft a rule that basically says that President Trump will not have presidential immunity uh, for his so-called alleged criminal acts in this case, uh, but that other presidents might retain immunity in other cases. This is a damning admission in some respects in front of the district court, really from the initiation of this case, uh, Special Counsel Jack Smith and his team have insisted uh, that no president has immunity in the criminal context at all. So the fact that the D.C. Circuit would attempt to do an end run uh, around that sort of firewall uh, by crafting a Trump-only rule uh, we think is particularly outrageous, and that's certainly something we're going to be taking up uh, either to the on-bank D.C. Circuit or potentially directly to the U.S. Supreme Court. That's Will Scharf reacting to the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals that rejected the presidential immunity plea from Donald Trump. From Fox News, they said former President Trump is not immune from prosecution in the 2020 federal election case. According to a federal appeals court ruled Tuesday, the U.S. Court of Appeals, D.C. Circuit, considered Trump's claim of presidential immunity from prosecution for his actions in office, including his alleged role in trying to overturn his 2020 election loss, ultimately saying it was, quote, unpersuaded by his argument, end quote, and ruled a case uh, against him can proceed. So naturally, as Will Scharf has said there, it's going to get appealed to the Supreme Court, among other things. And the Supreme Court is going to be super busy. There are going, I will also say that we try to get Will Scharf on because he is part of the Trump legal team, uh, Trump defense in a couple of his different trials. It's hard to keep him. I need yeah. a map. I need another one of those maps with the strings. <laughs> the, <laughs> the equation map. Where I just kind of look like, um, what's his name? Something C. Riley. What's his first John. name? John. John C. Riley, where he's like, <laughs> just like from looking it out. confused. Yeah. I, I, I know all these GIF references. I don't. Have you ever yeah. seen, have you ever, like, there's a super famous GIF. Have you ever seen, in the wild where it came from and not realize that you were about to come upon it? Oh, like you, you, the meme is famous, but then you're watching a show and you're like, oh my gosh, there it is. <laughs> Let me give you an example. Dumbledore <laughs> standing in front of the the court and he's got his hands out to the side and he's just looking around like, what, anybody? Uh-huh. Anywhere? <laughs> I have been watching Harry Potter and we were like watching it was a big important part of the movie. And I'm like, I know that meme! <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, I will tell you that John C. Riley meme is from a show on Adult Swim <laughs> that you will probably never watch yeah, called no Check joke. It Out. Why won't I check it out? It is both extremely funny and very, very, very weird and uncomfortable at the same time. And it's it like crosses back. Well, it it almost gets to the point where I'm like, I feel dirty and odd watching this show. What's and they didn't really do anything. It's about a guy, that guy, whose name is, uh, what's his name? something, Dr. Brule? Yeah, Dr. Steve Brule. Steve Brule. And he just has a fake cable access show where he goes around and interviews people and can never pronounce anything. Is it like Between Two Ferns? It's, no, that's, that you know you're walking into being uncomfortable. Oh. <clears throat> this you're watching and is you're it, like, there's something actually like wrong with it, this. Yeah, <laughs> but it's but it is it make legitimately you feel like funny. They're not in on the joke. I can't tell the people that they're interviewing if they're in on it or not because some might be and some might not be. 
but I, he'll just he'll d- go in a dumpster and just start eating food, mm. and you're like. Yeah. You're like, I don't know whether this is real or not. I, you might actually be doing that. Never liked those adult swim shows. They're that strange. One, Tim, Tim and Eric. Tim and Eric shows, man. They're uh, strange. What is it? The Eric Andre show? I didn't like that one either. Do you like Zach Galifianakis? Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Man, you want to talk about someone who is capable of making you uncomfortable and, ner- <laughs> and nervous laugh. Yeah. <laughs> He's good at it. He's very good at it. Between Two Ferns, if you've never seen it, is where he interviews... like. A-list celebrities, and he asks them comfort like questions that make you have that secondhand uncomfortable embarrassment or whatever it is for him. But he's so good with the character, and the people who come in, they they know what's going yeah. on. But if you go on to YouTube and you look at the outtakes where they can't <laughs> commit to the joke, those are the funniest ones. The the one that is like the best example of oh man that's uncomfortable. It's Don't say something funny. on here that we're gonna get in trouble for because some of the things they say we would get in trouble for. <laughs> uh, it's who plays the Marvel Miss Marvel or whatever. Can't oh, name. Brie Larson. Brie yeah. Larson. You know that one <laughs> where he goes he goes. Uh, I have a, a two part question for you. I've heard heard that you're very uncomfortable answering private questions so two-part question number one why is that and two how old were you when you got your (laughs) when you got your period (laughs) (laughs) and she you can see that in the original you know they cut it together to where she is kind of offended and she just doesn't answer it yeah in the in the actual take where he asked that She cannot keep it together, man. She dies laughing. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's such a funny question. It's a good bit. Yeah, I enjoy watching it. Um, so we're, we're we'll have. I think that there's going to be some Supreme Court movement potentially later this week on some of the possibly some of the Trump cases, and we're working on getting Will Sharf in so that he can answer questions. I, I really, he's working on actual cases with the Trump legal team this week, and so he's not in St. Louis. We tried to get him to come in today. But if we can't get him in this week, we'll get him in ASAP, because he will take any questions from anybody, Mm -hmm. which I really like, and he enjoys it, and I enjoy it. So we'll continue to follow that. Every time one of these things gets appealed and Trump wins, uh, like something goes in Trump's favor or it goes against him, I'm like, is this the end of it? Because if it's not, I'm not getting excited or bummed. For instance, what was the, the the court case? The D.C. Circuit Court, Jack Smith, just recently got paused. The one that was supposed uh-huh. to happen right before Super yeah. Tuesday. So we had people in our chat really upset that we talked more about Toby Keith dying than we talked about this court case earlier. Yeah. I, you can check the record, folks. It's not like I only talk about, air quotes, Trump wins, because none of this is a Trump win. I mean, unless you look at the polls. <laughs> you more, if you, I mean, I, I, I suppose I should. If I were, like, really, like, hardcore ultra MAGA in the bag for Trump like other people accuse me for, all I would do is talk about Donald Trump's legal cases because apparently that pads his poll numbers every time it's discussed. I think they're going hard after a prosecution right now because I have heard the left saying recently, the last couple of weeks, a lot how, yeah, well, the polling changes if he's actually convicted. So I'm like, you keep saying this because you're trying to manifest a conviction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And so I this is not going away. This stuff, I'll tell you what, if he loses the election, it all goes away. If he wins the election, what's weird is that they'll probably still pursue a lot of the state stuff, probably not the federal government stuff because he could pardon himself. Well, I was going to say Merrick Garland is going to be out of a job. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the same people pursuing it won't have a job. Keep him on. The but, Georgia case is the only, the Fulton County Georgia case is the only state Yeah, I guess case. so. And that and that one's on life support. Yeah. <sighs> Fanny, funny, funny. 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 <laughs> YouTube Live Chat poll for today. This one is still really close. We've got 280 votes in right now. You can uh, react here real quick. We're going to give you the results in about two minutes. Do you support any scenario, any scenario where the U.S. aids in funding Ukraine? Um, I'm going to read a couple comments here before we uh, wrap up here. Ender says, no, we've seen how much over... We've sent how much over already? Nearing $200 billion, I believe. I'll take a correction um, if I'm terribly off, but we've sent over far too much. Josh said, I wholeheartedly support aid to Ukraine. I want it to be given account to, uh, accountably, but we have to understand that Ukraine is historically very corrupt. Nevertheless, they are fighting our battle now. Uh, Pond said, I support the Ukraine effort. I oppose tyranny in any form. However, our support needs to be more transparent and someone in office to demand more European support. Vig- Vigo said, I vote yes. And let's get to Betty Lou said, no, no control over who is benefiting doesn't appear to be the Ukrainian military. And Paul said, I support Ukraine aid the same as I support aid to Israel, which makes me wonder if he supports it at all. Could go either way. Yeah. Don't know. Any thoughts before we get the results? Again, my answer to this question is that under this administration, my answer is no. I just don't think they know what they're doing. Uh, They just want to keep getting more money because they don't know what they're doing. Hey, more, 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 more. But to answer the actual poll question, yes, there is a scenario that could happen that I would support. Because, Brad, a lot of political conversation wants this to be boiled down to if you're you're left supporting, then you want funding for Ukraine. If you're right supporting then you do not want funding for Ukraine. Like that there are people yeah. who want that to be the yeah. delineation. It's not that it's clear. It's very frustrating to see that because that's it it beca- everything becomes political. And this isn't really a political battle. This isn't a battle for democracy. This is about Ukraine sovereignty and Russian aggression is all this is. This isn't like democracy isn't literally at stake yeah. and hanging on the balance of that because everybody keeps saying, "Well, they would ha- then they're going to go on to Poland." I don't know that. I don't think Vladimir Putin wants a war with all of NATO. <laughs> I don't think he wants it. And I, I think he just wants part of the Ukraine that he wants. Well, uh, Dirk said, I couldn't choose. I would choose yes, but I would want super strict oversight regarding how and for what the money is spent. And I got to say that it seems like everybody is saying, I want accountability. And I, I want to make sure that it's spent the way it's supposed to be spent. Of the results here... Fifty-four percent said no. That they that's don't a close poll. That they don't support it. Fifty-four percent huh. say no. And it's just a yes or no, which means that the rest, everybody 46% else forty-six percent yes. said yes. And it was when I looked, we had about one hundred and fifty votes. It was one hundred and fifty votes or so in the uh, at the end of the first hour, and it was fifty-one forty-nine then. So it, it actually grew a little bit then. Yeah, a little bit. Well, we appreciate you listening to us right now, and we uh, appreciate you sticking with us throughout the course of the show. You can check the podcast and download Annie Fry's show episodes that you may have missed. Make sure that you connect with us on our social media platforms and subscribe to us on YouTube as well, the Annie Fry YouTube channel. Stick around. The Mark Reardon Show, up next. Get more at 971talk.com. 
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 